early on, I had no idea Representative England was going to retire, or I may have very well run for this seat originally. But after I told the citizens of the district in Barrow County, where I lived, that I'd run for the Senate, I'm one of these people that if I tell you I'll do something, I'm going to do it. Man, so he's going to do it. Uh, we spoke with him about a week ago. Charlie Chase, his name. I uh, ran, and we, we kind of know him a little bit. He ran for Senate unsuccessfully uh, this last year, tried to take out Frank Gannon in a primary. It didn't work. And now running in a special election, Georgia House District 119, as are six other folks one of whom is in studio with us this morning. Renee Lord, drop it in this morning. Republican Renee Lord, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for inviting me. All right, let me, let me go quickly, as quickly as can, through the, the how we got to where we are, which is to say the election at the end of the month and the early voting that's already underway. Uh, as last November, elected uh, unopposed uh, by a Democrat, uh, this fellow by the name of Danny Rampey. We spoke with him. Uh, House District 119, Barrow, Summer Jackson County. He's a nursing home administrator over in Winder. Perhaps you've heard his story by now. Elected in November, arrested in December. Theft charges. Accused of stealing, in fact, from that nursing home. Stealing specifically from patients in that nursing home in Winder. Okay. He steps aside. He's not going to be seated. The seat's open. Thus, the call from Governor Brian Kemp for the special election. And, as we have said, seven candidates who qualified. Uh, Charlie Chase, you just heard from him. Bill Ritter, Joseph Grodzicki, Holt Persinger, Joe Price, Shelby Diamond Alexander running as a Democrat, and Renee Lord, Republican Renee Lord, in studio this morning. Okay, why? What what led you to decide uh, that this is the time and this is the seat? So on Monday a week ago, my husband called and told me that the governor had called for a special election, and he thought that this was the time I should run for this office. He said, you know, you've spent years of your life dedicated to families and children and fighting for legislation that protects families and children in schools. And you've been looking for a way to give back and support our community. This is the perfect time for you to get involved. All right, let's let's backfill some of that. Uh, the background, first of all, you and your husband, uh, a bit about y'all. What do you do? So right now we own medium and heavy duty truck repair facilities in the area. We have one in Bogart, one in Athens, Lawrenceville, and some mobile repair facilities. Okay, but that time you spent advocating for children and fighting for that over the years, what was that about and where and how? So um, we've always been self-employed. I have a background in public school education. I was a public school teacher until Mm. I had my son. And then I stayed home with him and worked side by side with my husband in our commercial roofing business at the time. Mm. And um, I felt that I had been given so many opportunities as a student coming from rural North Georgia to come have the opportunity to come to the University of Georgia. My children had great opportunities in school, and I wanted to make sure all children had great opportunities in school. And my husband supported me. And I spent about 15 years um, working from local level all the way to state level. I actually spearheaded an effort to have a state constitutional amendment passed successfully that provided for charter schools and additional funding for public school students. Well, so you're the reason we have that. I, and I, I remember that fight. I remember that legislative fight. I, I, don't know, I was right before the top of the hour, uh, I, I was discussing the, the, something that's relevant here. I was talking about that. I don't remember now how it came up, but the fact that so many people, and, and more on the left than the right, but, but some of both, uh, folks in government, at all levels of government, have so very little experience in the private sector. You know, there's some folks in our government who've never done anything but be in our government. 
uh, let alone do what you and your husband have done and continue to do, which is not just work in the private sector, but run businesses in the private sector. My own, This is me. This is my personal belief on this stuff, that that's valuable in government. We need more of it. Uh, the question then becomes, how do we find people, you for example, who can pull themselves away from not only family, but business and spend time, the time it takes to be an effective member, uh, in this case, the House of Representatives. I think the big turning point for me and my husband in realizing it's time that I take devote more time to serving our community and our state is over the summer he had unexpectedly had to have a quadruple bypass surgery. Mm. And during that time he stepped away from work for about four months and I had to manage his health care and run the, all the shops by myself. And we really worked hard with our managers and got the systems in place so our managers are empowered. They're able to run their shops and I haven't been in there every day since my husband went back to work from his operation. Are you doing well now or doing better now? He's doing fantastic. He had exemplary care mm. at Piedmont and Athens. Well, okay, let's let's dive into an issue there. Let, let sure. that be the, the entry point to an issue. Governor Brian Kemp in the legislature, the governor just yesterday said, uh, I want to, those $6.6 billion state surplus dollars, I want to give some of those back. In fact, he has to, has to do something with those dollars. Can't keep it in that reserve fund. He wants tax rebates. He's, he's said that. A lot of folks in the legislature say the same thing. There's a school of thought, and the Democrats are saying this. Uh, no, 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 you should be throwing that money into Medicaid expansion in Georgia. Uh, and that could help us keep hospitals open, serve more people. They argue for that in terms of quality of health care in Georgia. Where would you, and again, you had a front row seat for some serious health care issues on the part of your husband. What would you say to all that? I, I think the thing that I hear consistently from my friends, from my employees, is, is they're struggling financially right now. Eggs are almost $6 a dozen. I, I remember what it was when I moved to Athens and I was working second shift at the Golden Pantry and having to make hard decisions about how I was going to feed my child and my family. And I think that families need money so they can pay their bills and buy what they need. And so you would, if you were in the House today, and if it came to a vote, uh, you would support uh, some form of a tax rebate? Absolutely. Uh, what about that? I mean, do you have thoughts on what the specific method should be and any number of forms that could take? There's also this idea out there, and I'll find out where you are on this, Renee Lord, candidate for the House, uh, eliminating the state income tax altogether. Well, they keep taking bites out of it, and they keep returning in the form of rebates. They, Kemp and the Republicans. Where would you be on the notion, frequently discussed, of eliminating it altogether? I'm really not super familiar with that. I know my daughter lives in a state where she doesn't pay state income tax, mm -hmm. and it's very nice. But I would really need to look into that more. I noticed, and I didn't know this until this morning. Again, we just went through how we got here and the seven candidates in a special election. Election day proper, Tuesday, January 31st. Today's what? The 12th, so 19 days away. But the early voting is already underway. You're telling me this qualifying wrapped up, what, Wednesday, Thursday of last week. Early voting started Monday. That's what a sprint this is. It is a sprint, and I think the thing is to getting out, meeting my neighbors, meeting the constituents, getting my name out. It's been a rush. It's hard. And there are seven of you. I can do that math. Uh, the likelihood that any one of you gets 50% plus one ain't great, so probably a runoff. I don't even know. You probably know what the runoff date would be, two, three, I guess three weeks after. It's February 28th. February 28th, so close to a month after. So you'd go, you'd get elected, you'd go serve a month. 
if, if it comes to that, because they'll probably wrap this thing up middle or late March, uh, but then uh, fill the rest of the term for another year as well. So that is what is at stake here. We will stand aside again. We're talking with Renee Lord, candidate for a seat in the Georgia House. This special election, Barrow and Jackson Counties, House District 119, Election Day, as we just said, is the 31st of January. But early voting with a Saturday session at the Elections Office in Winder. By the way, that continues. We'll spend more time with Renee Lord when we return. Tim Bryant, Classics Today, WGAU. I had a large push in this country and our state and even our county on criminal justice reform and, and a lot of different things. Some of this clearly is not working. We don't have accountability. Uh, so says a candidate, special election in Georgia House District 119, Barrow and Jackson counties. Charlie Chase, one of seven candidates. Uh, the election, January 31st, the early voting already underway. And we're joined in studio by one of the seven Republican Renee Lord. It's a special election. Danny Rampey elected back in November, arrested in December. He ain't going to be in the House. Governor Kemp orders up the special election. These seven candidates qualify and they are off and running. Uh, Charlie Chase there talking about crime and punishment. You have thoughts there as well. And, and from a unique perspective, I suppose, somewhat unique, although now that I think about it, sadly, not all that unique. A lot of crime victims out there. You're telling me you were one of them. What's the story here? Um, less than three years ago, um, a young man stole my credit card from my purse and used it to purchase alcohol for minors in Athens. The athens Clark County Police did an excellent job arresting him and charging him. Um, unfortunately, the DA um, didn't prosecute him and asked if I wanted the individual to be prosecuted, and I was okay. It, I mean, it wasn't that much I was okay. I wasn't happy that I was a victim of a crime. But my concern was that this individual worked as a health care provider in a nursing home and that he was going to um, take advantage of the patients. I felt that if he would steal from me, mm. someone that he had a family connection with, friendship with, I don't know what he would do to the people he wasn't connected to that he was responsible for taking care of. And so your concern stemming from that, and you probably had the concern anyway, is that we aren't being vigorous enough, aggressive enough in prosecuting some of these folks. I think we've seen that over the last two years. So after I was a victim of a crime and the athens Clark County Police Department had done such a good job for me, I actually had the opportunity to enroll in the Athens Citizens Police Academy last year, where I went to 12 weeks of classes and learned everything that the police department was doing and then the struggles they have and the struggle they're having in Athens Clark County now is recruiting and retaining police officers because of the liberal district attorney who's been elected who will not support the police department and who refuses or is unable to prosecute the most heinous and violent crimes in the community. What can the legislature do about that? We, we saw, for example, the last legislative session, Governor Kemp uh, working with the Attorney General Chris Carr, setting up this, this gang task force, anti-gang task force that empowers the Attorney General's office, and they've set up a special unit to do this, to basically sweep into places like Athens where maybe the prosecution isn't aggressive enough, and they'll take over, and, and they'll hand up as a seek and secure indictments. We've seen that happen already. Uh, okay, that's one thing that is being done. What else might be? I think we need to broaden the reach so that it's just not gang-specific because there are a lot of crimes that are happening in Athens that are not being prosecuted. Again, uh, Renee Lord with this candidate for a seat in the Georgia House, uh, this special election taking place later this month and the early voting that is taking place uh, now uh, in the special session on Saturday at the elections office there in Winder. Uh, other issues on your plate. I know you're going to have a campaign website up and operating. Maybe later today you'll spell out some of this stuff. What, what's on your radar? 
So definitely um, the tax rebates, overseeing liberal ideologue um, elected um, people who are failing to do their jobs to make sure that our, our communities are safe, always interest in education and supporting small businesses. All right, education. Let's let's take these as bullet points here. Education. And you spent time as a teacher. How long were you a teacher and where? I was a teacher for two years. Mm-hmm. I taught in Jefferson and Madison. Okay. Uh, what what age level? Did... I taught middle and high school. Oh God. I mean, I say, oh God. Middle high, middle middle schools. There's even arguments about whether we should even have those things. And just to, just to see <laughs> the, the, our, our kid uh, twenty. Good Lord, it'll be twenty nine later this month. Uh, those middle school years. It was as if some other kid took over. For a couple of years, and you 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 have a I don't know a terrorist on your hands for two years, and you saw all that from the front lines as a middle school teacher. You should get combat pay for crying out loud. I, I I really enjoyed middle school. Yeah. It provided unique challenges every day, <laughs> wonderful opportunities, it, it, and every child was at a different stage. It's one of the most challenging yet most rewarding jobs mm. I've ever had. All right, so you you have the perspective of having been in the classroom as a teacher. Uh, you'll get yourself into the legislature if you're elected. And you'll hear everybody from. Every every corner telling you we don't do enough by way of funding education. I always make the point that more than half of every dollar we spend at the state level is spent on education. I don't know how much more we're supposed to spend. Now, from my perspective, anyway, it seems like we should maybe do a better job, pay more attention to how we spend it. What say you? I agree as both a former educator, as an education advocate, as a small business owner. It's, it's not always about more money. It's about making the hard and the wise choices to get the most for the dollars that are being spent. So what in your estimate? Let's, let's approach it this way. What are we doing wrong? Or what might we do differently? What might we do better? I know what we are doing better is we're providing more opportunities. Um, my youngest child, like many children, struggled through the pandemic with the isolation, being home, not being in the classroom. And she was actually able to attend a local charter school in our community foothills and graduate. I don't know that if she had not had that option available to her, that she would have finished school. So I, I know we're doing that well, and we need to replicate the things that are working well for students. Uh, you mentioned also, and you, again, perspective. Everything's perspective. You have the perspective of a small business owner. What did you tell me that was again? Truck repair or something? Medium and heavy-duty truck repair. Okay, how long have y'all been at that, you and your husband? Oh, goodness. We've been at that, I would say, 15 years. Okay. Uh, tell me what... Tell me what you want out of the legislature. What do you want out of government other than them maybe out of your way? What what do you want the legislature to do to help small business in Georgia? I think we're having tremendous help. Um, um, Just more opportunities for individuals to get into um, starting their own small businesses and being able to run them successfully. You know, one of the challenges that I keep hearing about from people who are running businesses in Georgia, and yours might be a prime example of this, you tell me, uh, okay, I, I, I got the capital, I can set up the business, and I can go get whatever equipment I need. Wait a minute, I need somebody to actually repair the trucks. And that's where we, I, I hear so many people, uh, at whatever the business is, are running into that roadblock. Okay, I'm good to go, y'all come work for me, and nobody's working for you. How, how's that struggle going? I think we've definitely faced that more than we ever had. I'm really excited to look at some of the um, technical schools in our area who are looking to partner with us. And I've met with some of them about getting some young people in and um, learning those skills. But we've faced unprecedented times over the last two years between the supply chain, the decrease in the number of people wanting to work, the inability to obtain even the most basic parts. 
Um, it, it's been challenging two years. On yeah, many I, don't, fronts. I, don't, and I don't know how you do it. I mean, and, and, and you say it's been a struggle. I, I'll, I absolutely believe you on that. But I don't understand what I heard you just say that uh, you're working with the technical schools, Athens Tech, maybe some others, to actually partner with you and your business and other folks who do similar business. They, they, so that's, what, how does that work or how might it work? Well, I think uh, a real, like an apprenticeship, mm-hmm. so that we take young people who don't have a lot of experience but have the um, education or wanting to work and we work with them to um, get them some hands-on experience in a real shop while they're still finishing their How long is that? If I, okay, dumbest guy in the room here. I don't know which (laughs) end of the wrench to hold. But, okay, you start with me, all right? And, okay, from day one to you're now qualified, we'll turn you loose and you can fix our trucks. How long would that generally take? I know it varies with people, but how long would it take? I, I think it really does vary. So when we bring someone in who's got little experience, we train them on doing services and oil changes and um, then we let them we partner them with one of our head mechanics and they work together side by side and learn more advanced and as they progress we move them on to more challenging things but you know it's a five to ten year process Mm. to have someone really highly trained and skilled that can do very complex and and then there's the the added dynamic uh, getting into some weeds here but it it, it keeps changing on you it's it's like i don't know working on a car anymore it's like working on a computer sometimes it is i actually have some computers diagnostic computers in my trunk (laughs) and i will be dropping them off at my shop as soon as we finish but um the technology is definitely a change the um vendors have definitely opened that up and made Mm. it more accessible for us but my um technicians they're very highly skilled and have a lot of um experience with computers diagnostics Renee Lord, candidate this special election, House District 119, up against it here. And you're up against it, too. As we said, uh, the early voting already underway, election 19 days away, and maybe likely, I would think, a runoff. Uh, New to politics, quickly, about a minute left here. What's campaigning been like for you? What do you expect moving forward? Um, it's it's been fast. So moving forward, I'll have my website up. I've been knocking on doors. I've been meeting everyone I can. I'm happy to meet anyone. I'm on Facebook. If you look me up, you can reach me through there. I'll be happy to talk to you. And um, we're getting a few mailers out. Mm. But uh, but the important part to me is getting out and meeting the constituents in the district. And again, that's Renee R E N E E Renee Lord. Find her on Facebook and website. But you got the address already, or what? What do you even know what it's going to be? I think it's Renee for Georgia. Renee for Georgia. I don't know. We've got other people working on it. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> do. That's not, my, my son's a Georgia Tech graduate. Okay. So <laughs> he's much more skilled at that uh, than yeah, I Yeah, I, I can imagine. I uh, would hope so, a Georgia Tech graduate. Best of luck out there. Again, the election, the, the, the early voting underway, the election on the 19th, or the, I'm sorry, the 31st, 19 days away, Renee Lord, one of seven candidates in this special election, House District 119, Barrow, and a portion of Jackson County. Best of luck. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you.